karma today. You ready? <laughs> yes. Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. I love that it doesn't take much to get you excited. <laughs> it's so intense. I really want to meet this guy in person. It's great. He's a good dude. He's. A, I mean, you've told me this, but the it's so good. Good job. Yeah, he did um, a voice intro for two other podcasts I've done. It's always hmm. like, I'm going with this guy. He's just got like the best voice. He's got voice. the voice. Yeah, it's like does. a great voice. He's got like a, like a big handlebar mustache. Too. Oh, really? He comes way out. <laughs> yeah. He's waxes. Oh, Berman. Yeah, he does. Wow. Berman is the man. Anyway, it gets me pumped up to talk about some cool stuff yeah. every time I hear it. Well, welcome to the Warrior Mindset. I have Heather here again. We want to talk about karma. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. We talked about it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I wanted to go through, I've been thinking about karma a lot, and I realized I didn't really understand it. Like, I didn't, mm. I was using the term wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so I did some research, not a lot of research because it wasn't that hard, but um, I found some stuff. Okay. <laughs> so I'm probably starting where you were before you even researched it at all. Okay. So where did you start? What did you think it was? And then what have you learned? Well, I just Googled Wait. it, but. I, <laughs> I assume so. Or you should have went and talked to like a, a monk or something. I could have. Um <laughs> Well, I don't know many monks, but or any uh. monks, any monks. Um, <laughs> no, it was like I just thought, like you know, do they actually do monks believe in karma? I don't know. I shouldn't have said that. Hindu, Hindu monks do. Hindu monk, yeah. Is it a monk? Hindu priest? I don't a know. Priest, yeah. I should do some more research. Spiritual um, person. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like you know, hey, you're a dick, mm-hmm. and then like you got fired. That's karma. Okay, <laughs> that's karma for you. <laughs> it's not really karma. Yeah. Um. Coincidence, maybe. Probably. Or cause and effect, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of like that, but, like, mm. the first is the... So, we're going to go through the 12 laws of karma, because I think it's cool. This is a and good I breakdown. I think there's a lot of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of good life advice in here. Um, yeah. And then... Yeah, so uh, I pulled it from this article. Um, let me get this in the proper screenage. So yeah. I pulled it first from this article that you're not looking at, but it's, it's the same 10, 10 laws or 12 laws or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of, I mean, there's multiple readings of karma, right, is what I found. There's like um, Buddhist karma, Hinduist karma. Um, Christian y- karma. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But so we're going to kind of just talk mm-hmm. about that Hindu slash Buddhist. Yeah. Uh, definitions. Uh, so, you know, you got those 12 laws or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So we're just going to kind of break those down. Um, get it back here. Here we go. Um, so, yeah, so that's where we'll, we'll we'll work from. So overall, you know, you got this 
basic concept, they call it the great law, the basic concept of like cause and effect, right? So whatever you put in the universe, you get back. Right. And that like wow. Hey, yep, that's pretty I, I've always believed that. Mm-hmm. Um You reap what you sow. Yeah, that's another one. Um Is that I, separate? It is. Um No way. Cause law of effect or something like that. But uh Okay. Yeah, so like whatever thoughts or energy you put out into the universe, you get them back, mm-hmm. whether positive or negative or good or bad, right? Mm-hmm. I've always thought that. I've always um, taught that, like as a coach, like, you know, if you're trying to accomplish a goal, put it out in the universe, tell people about it, you know. It was like momentum or whatever you want to mm-hmm. think, but um, mm-hmm. you don't know. So did I answer your question? Did I have a question? I was, I oh, yeah, was yeah, mistaken. I your question. So you were mistaken. Wasn't so it wasn't far like- off. I think you might have been missing some things in between. Yeah. I wasn't Perhaps. far off the mark. I mean, you know. I mean, to be fair, typically when bad things happen to people, um, you know, calamity springs from carelessness. Right. So, therefore, you know, if you're not taking the steps to get to somewhere in a – I assume people want to be in a positive place. I don't know. You it think, could probably lead to, you know, a you think. self-destructive place yeah perhaps but (laughs) i think also like putting good thoughts out or energy out you also have to be able because you could be getting good energy but you can't you're not able to receive it Mm. so how where does that go interesting because karma is kind of like recycling of energy in the world from what i know so if you can't accept good then how would you ever put bad? so it's got it's chicken or the egg if you can't take it, how do you give it back? Mm. But if you can't give it, mm. you can't take it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You could be not ready. You could be not ready. Not, not ready to receive it. Like, you know, folks that, you know, don't believe they deserve something. Mm. Perhaps they're self-gaslighting themselves. Perhaps so. We'll have to make sure that one comes out before this one. Yes. Um. Yeah, so that's that's kind of the overall. Yeah. That's the umbrella. I mean, it's like number one, but it's kind of like they call it the great law, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the number one that kind of governs the rest, right? So you got the second one here, uh, the law of creation, right? You have to create. You create your reality. You have to create your future. That's kind of how I look at it. Yes. So, you know, one of the, the law of karma is you have to, like, if you want to have a good life, you have to build it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which yeah. seems like pretty self-explanatory. The a really good analogy I have, you told me the story of the the builder who was building these homes for his boss. Oh right. And right. He's building these impeccable homes, impeccable homes for his his uh his builder. He's like a, a contractor, we'll just say. And the guy's like I really want to retire. And his boss was like, "Listen, just one more house." And then you can retire, please. I just need you to hold out in one more house. So the guy was like, forget it. I, I'm so done with this. So he built the house quick, kind of half-assed it, took some, cut some corners. And then his boss was like, here are the keys to the, your house. Actually, you built, you just built your house for mm-hmm. you. So building your future, I guess, you know. Yeah. You don't know what's going to come around. You know, that is like. I love that story. Impeccable, like, Shit. The one time you shake, take a shortcut, you know what I mean? It's for yeah. You know, it's it always gets you, man. And I don't, I don't think it's like it's a good book too. Um, yeah. Chop wood, carry water is the name of that book. 
I need to read that. Yeah, that would be a good I, one to read and talk about, actually. I actually so. have a copy for you. Oh, good. I just need to bring it Okay. To yeah, let's, you. let's do one on that. Um, yeah, definitely law of creation. And then if you go back and listen to probably every other podcast that Gene has done, it talks about how to build that reality because you can talk about that. It's very hypothetical, but how do you goal set? How do you get to what you want? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of what we talk about. It's how to, whether it's fitness or emotional intelligence or career, you can, that's so easy to say, this is what I want to do, but how the hell do you get there? You have to do it. You have to do it. But then you have to have steps in place. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Not the easy part. No, that's the hard, that's <laughs> the hard part. Everything in between, but I deciding mean, to do something, like saying you want to run a marathon and actually run the marathon, that's the hard part, like right in between. Right, the training. The training. Ugh. Want to think about marathon training? Mm. Um, but yeah, but I mean, how many people? How many people just want things to work a certain way, but aren't really willing to work at having them work well, a certain way? That actually goes into the next one very perfectly. Nothing trying to speed this along, but mm. um, you the have to you have to accept where you are mm-hmm. in order to create the future that you want. You may not have all the tools to get there, yep. so you have to be humble about it and be like, I want these things. I want this great career. I want the house, the family, but maybe I just haven't, I've been making bad choices. Yeah. If it, that's a hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. The law of humility. The law of humility. Yeah. You must accept reality in order to live in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, Hey, it's a good point though. People walk around and they, have, <laughs> they think it's their own world and no one else lives in it. Mm-hmm. A lot, right? I mean, like you were telling the story about somebody who spent three hours on the phone because they broke their nail. I mean, mm-hmm. probably a nice dose of humility would go a long way. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Realize that, it's, yeah. yeah, it's not their fault. Not you broke it, right? But the second part: own what you can control and let go of what you cannot. That's the hard part. Yes, not the owning what that you can too. control part. Like I get that. Letting go of what you can't control. That's two parter. Yeah. <laughs> two parter. Especially in today, like the political climate and the yeah. social climate. I mean, it's really hard to let go of that stuff that, yeah. You know, you really can't. I think that you can't control what if, other people think. Think about like a uh, yin and yang mm-hmm. symbol. It kind of goes in with like this Eastern methodology mm-hmm. of life and energy and stuff. But the, the yin yang has like one large side, one big side, and like it kind of feeds into. So again, this is like outward looking and then also inward looking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that, and that balance in between because so. you can't, I can't control what you do. I can only control how I react to it, but it could be that mm-hmm. I am using what I know about you. It's so mm-hmm. oh, complex, I get you. you know? Yeah. But you have to be humble and know what you I think know so. and don't know. What does humility mean to you? You wrote a whole paper on it at one point. Yeah. Um, first, accepting that you don't know everything. Mm. Accepting where you are and that you're not in control of everything. And then you have to work hard to get there. Nothing's going to be handed to you. Solid. <laughs> so just do work. 
And no, and I understand that the moment you think you know something about something, you probably don't know anything. Mm-hmm. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, martial arts teaches you that, doesn't it? Yes. I mean, life teaches you that, but if you're paying attention, but I mean, I learned those lessons I, pretty clearly from martial arts. Like, I yeah, I was really threw in my face. I don't know what I think I know. I was in the test for my green belt, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving my foot wrong, foot yeah. wrong the entire time. Never even aware and since of it. Depends. Like you need to go back from the beginning. I'm like, <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. To me, I was exciting because like it gives me something to work on. Always something. Um, but unless you have that kind of like thirst for improvement, yeah, that could be like, well, this was all a farce, right? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like we were just be... talking this morning with um with Thomas about what were we talking about? We're talking about a lot of stuff, but at breakfast we were talking about um how he was saying that it seems like people who point out, well, he was talking about somebody giving him a point, giving him fighting yes, pointers in, yes. in sparring class. And he was like, I've been doing this for like a decade. I've been doing this for like <laughs> yes. three months. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, there's probably an age thing. That yeah. other person was a little older. Mm-hmm. He is. And, um, Perceived. Yeah. He was talking about that. And we were saying mm-hmm. like, well, most of the time, people who do that mm-hmm. aren't really as advanced as they think they are. They're projecting onto you. Yeah. We're trying to make themselves feel better. So he's 18, right? 19. 19. So as a 19-year-old, he's learning. Yeah. I was like, welcome to martial arts because outside of your own martial arts. He's been doing martial arts half of his life. So yes. at this point, he knows more than most people. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. So he's learning a very valuable lesson at a very young age. To not give a shit. What? To not give a shit about other people. But also being humble in himself. Yes. Yeah, yeah. To be, well, that's what I, that's, even this guy is twice as old as me. Yeah. And he's probably more than twice as old probably. as Thomas. Yeah. So that's. Well, that's what I told him. I great. said, well, you have two choices. You can look the guy in the eyes be and an say, asshole. shut up, get away from me. Or two, you could say, cool, bro, let's keep going. Mm-hmm. And mm. then you teach him. <laughs> well. Without saying Yeah, without much. really kicking his ass, but mm-hmm. just kind of, cool story, bro. Mm-hmm. Thank you, bro. Um, yes, and that wow, growth. <laughs> it was cool you to know? see it play itself out in somebody I else know. like that fast. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool listening to him. Well, both of you, but when, every time we all talk together, they all say something like, mm-hmm. "You're you're figuring this out." Because even Ryan with Eric to breakfast, he said a couple things. I'm like, "Yeah, they they pay attention." Yeah, they, they do. They're learning how to learn. Because he was like asking me something, I was like, "Yeah, I'm like that." The, he's like, oh, "Okay." Well, we talk about stuff all the time like that. We have we have conversations like this all the time. Um, yeah, because I learned from them too. I mean, he, they're wiser than I was at their age, and they have great perspective. I think about like what is it that makes a nineteen year old that wise? I should probably listen. I should probably pay attention. Yeah, I mean, he's got some stuff I didn't have. Be know. humble. I mean, yeah, he's been doing martial arts longer than you. Yes. So yeah. there's always a. I know. It's that line of humility, and mm-hmm. at the same time, there's something to be said for just living more years. Yes. Just wisdom that's, in that. Yeah. But that's... Time. Time. Yeah. You can't... Well, that's one, yeah. of, the, that's one of the criteria that, um, you know, you think about, like, some, someone asked me uh, about promotion. Um, like, how does it work, you know? Like, what are the, what's the criteria or whatever for when you decide mm-hmm. to... Promote someone, and I was like, well, part of it is, like, time on the mats. Like, part mm-hmm. of it is just 
how long, like how much time have you put in between mm-hmm. then and now? Like, yeah. I mean, there's like skill and literally, do you know the material? Can you test well on it? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. skill and skill and character and like ability. Mm-hmm. But part of it is, I mean, you can be like, you know everything. Like, you know the material cold. Mm-hmm. You've practiced it and you're just like talented so you can do it. Mm-hmm. I, I still won't promote you until you've put that time in because I yeah. think, yeah, the the elapsing of time is just you can't replace it, you know. Yeah. Um, experience. Quick tangent. We're already on a tangent. We are definitely so it's okay. we're definitely on a tangent, <laughs> but like going down this route, just a little bit like testing and promoting and things like that. Have you ever found people digress, even though they're showing up consistently? Digressing in their, yeah, oh yeah, skills yeah. or tenacity or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, there's many different reasons I think for that. I've seen, um, I never figured it out, but I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You have a reason for asking that? I pay attention. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. I I watch people yeah. in classes. I'm just yeah, like. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah, I mean, sometimes people will. What's the degress or is it regress? I don't know. Probably two different things. Um, mm-hmm. I get what you're talking about. You retain your status, but you move backwards in ability. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it could, I mean, I've seen it with people to just like fall out of shape, like physical shape. That's kind of where I was. You know, they they part still of it. Yeah, they'll part still of it. know all the material. Yeah. And still have this innate ability to perform the material, but they're not in as good of physical shape. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen people go backwards um, from a, a lack of mental stability. Mm-hmm. Not like not like they went crazy, but yeah, I mean, just yeah. like they got weaker mentally. Mm. Like something has happened to them, mm. um, and so they like they're not capable of pushing through those, you know those barriers that they you would need to push through to progress in, you know, mm-hmm. in martial arts. Um, yeah, so physical, mental. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose spiritual, you could kind of lose your way a little bit maybe. Yeah. Um, definitely from hum- lack of humility, I've seen people uh, regress or digress, whatever. Yeah. Lack of humility, is a, that's one I've seen um, where they just kind of, I'm a blue belt now. I'm good to go. You know, really? They're just happy there. Yeah. I've seen that in jujitsu. Um, mm-hmm. where it's like, I know everything. <laughs> You're like, well, what? Um, you don't, but you know, mm-hmm. that's good. It's there, man. Good. Good to hear. You got to stay on the path. Um, all right. Number four, the law of growth. No shit, right? When we change ourselves and evolve our worldly reality, our worldly reality will change and grow as a result. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean that's the law of growth. You have you to, you have to continue. You, yeah, you improve yourself, and yeah. therefore, the world around you mm-hmm. improves. Um, you must and always it, be learning and improving. Well, that, and if you're assuming you want good karma in your life, maybe not. But assume that you no, do I seek out bad karma. Huh? It'd be weird. I mean, I'm sure people do, <laughs> but I don't know why you'd want to. But like self sabotaging. But 
by you're setting. I feel like all these like laws of karma are just like setting yourself up for good things to happen. And I think it's a lot to do with like religion or things like this. Is yeah. where it makes you feel good and have a mm-hmm. way in order to be a good person. Yeah, but agreed or have good things happen. But yes, you have to continually be learning and and growing as a person. Yeah, I think yeah. So we can look at the the law of growth in that if you want things to get better in your mm-hmm. life, you have to one, you have to make them better. But two, you do that by growth by improvement, like personal improvement. Yes. That's how you make your environment better. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one that people uh, in the professional scape, <laughs> you, you know, you see a lot of job hopping and, you know, mm-hmm. talk about the great resignation or whatever. It's like you can't make your environment better simply by, simply by changing jobs. Right. Like, like yeah. what's the reason there? <clears throat> like, you know, and uh, I mean, and I've seen that. I've seen someone yeah. leave to go to another job, and then within like three weeks, they're like, "Can I come back?" Oh yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, mm. I've seen that happen too. But I think, it, like at your job, the way I've always been, I approach my work is that I'm getting paid to learn more so that I can go make more money, and that means by me learning, I'm always constantly providing more to my company. Yeah, regardless well, yeah. if I stay or not. Right. But they might want to keep me more because I have done that. Does that make sense? So they, you're they constantly should. trying to if they're to a self improve. Yeah, if they're provide, a good company, yes. following all these same laws, I mean, they would definitely want to keep you. Right. So, yeah. one of the problems, another tangent there, but one of the problems I I see is that you'll have someone who's doing a job for for your company, and they get really good at it, and so then you promote them. Mm-hmm. To a place where they don't do that thing anymore. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah. like, huh? Like it's it's set up so that the only way to make more money or to like mm-hmm. to improve your station in the company is to like climb the ladder, which means no longer doing the thing that got you there in the first place. That seems really counterintuitive. It does, but I I guess when you're managing a ton of people, that's kind of hard to do. I guess. Um, I'm at that point now where my company's like. Where do you want to be in five years? Yeah, because we have a plan for you, but we want you to tell us right. what you. Well, want I to suppose do. that's that's good. They're like considering, they're, yeah, like your abilities and what you want and who you are, which is very nice. But what I've yeah. seen so far is like positions I'm not interested in. Right. So it's like I'm like I don't want to get out. I don't want to get right. rusty with my actual hands on. Right. Like what you're saying. Right, or you don't want to so. necessarily be one level up in management yeah. where you're no longer even working on anything. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's like, I need to be like in the stuff because yeah. I lose my sharpness, not knowing how things work. Mm-hmm. It's constantly, as you know, technology constantly changing. Yeah. So unless you're in it all the time, <laughs> you can be at it for like six months, a year. Mm-hmm. And you are like so far behind. Cause right. I move so fast. Oh yeah. Conundrum. Stay sharp, continually grow. <laughs> but don't grow too hard, too fast. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I thought it was cool. Um, all right. <laughs> the law of responsibility. Yes. So, I mean, that's kind of like you're wrapped up in extreme ownership Yeah. Um, from Jocko. Um, take ownership mm-hmm. of everything that happens in your life in one way or the other. We are responsible for how we show up in the world, how we allow others to treat us, and how we treat people. Mm. No shit. No shit. I just wish people would own stuff more, Gene. 
Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like it's a... In, um, we should do a review of Extreme Ownership. We should. We have never done that before. Done that. That'd be a good one. Because it's really... Although he kind of does it enough. He does it. Just listen to Jocko. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe from our perspective. Just sure. learning how to manage people like he has. Because he's from a military background. But mm-hmm. even within... Like my my work, my day job work, um, it you spend a lot of your time managing other things and trying to own an entire process which is not yours. Like I work inherently with, within my company with probably like four or five different teams. I don't control what they do right. or what they do. They have all different bosses. They report to different leadership. Mm-hmm. But somehow I got to like. You got to get the shit done. You got to get the shit done. Yeah. But it's really hard when another team does not own that. What do you do? Very, very hard. So you learn how to. Throw things across the room? No, oh. I want to. Okay. I might do that off camera <laughs> and swear a lot off camera, which I have done to my boss before. I'm like, what? Why do they like own any of this stuff? This you know what's weird is that you just said that and everyone knows you're talking about Zoom. I know. I don't like it. Anyway. I know. We use Teams now, which I don't know. It's even worse. I know. Um, oh, now you got it's got me sidetracked. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. You have to <laughs> you have to upward manage and manipulate. You have to So No, we've determined we have determined that it's leadership. leadership. It's not manipulation. You have, to have great leadership skills. You have to lead. And the lead up the ladder. I have learned. And down the ladder. In my time being a project manager and doing the work I do, I've gotten really good at this. I think that's why like, why I can get I can get stuff done really fast is because I'm like, okay, you understand people's personalities. I'm like, mm. okay, so you got to do this and then this and then this and this and this. And it turns out these people are not my best friends. And they'll do things for me. Like, I just like, I'm like, right. hey. And right. they're like, hey, what's up? What do you want me to do? And like, she went and like, and I told my boss, I'm like, yeah, she just went and did it for me. And she's like, what? And I was like, we're friends now. That's awesome. That's what it's about. She's like, how'd you do that? I'm like, this. And she's like, oh, crap. So like, I think See, you. if you're not a wiener. Okay. You learn how to like yeah. navigate yeah. and get stuff done. Yeah. Leadership. That's what it is. <laughs> but owner, but you uh, inherently by doing that. You take on all responsibility for the greater good mm-hmm. of the company. Like I'm trying to keep a client. I think if you know, I think if, yeah. If, if if it's understood that you are there to maintain the client or to do better for the project, mm-hmm. people will people will pay attention to it. I mean, you'd be surprised. In theory, I'm not talking about people's. Oh yeah, in theory, inability to be good employees. I mean, like right. They will, it, mm-hmm. but if they get a whiff of, they think you're doing it for your own personal station, or you're doing it to mm. get a bump or raise, they won't help you at all. But I don't know. I I struggle with that because talking about politics or anything, even like discussing like people's like real lives with certain things going mm-hmm. on, they don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my my work like I work in insurance like me by me saying like hey this person needs their medic like their pharmacy active because they have to get like they're on, they have cancer and we need this done now yeah. via the technology that we own as a company. Right. Let's fix it. Let's fix it. And they're like, well, let's go through this case management process. Ugh. I'm like, bullshit. Log the hell in. Just change a number. Change a number. Call the <laughs> carrier. Re-enroll their pharmacy. So right. this person can go get their, go to the pharmacy and get their, like, yeah. 
that type of like, it's almost like they see it as just like a moving thing on a screen and like, there's no like humility Mm. Go back to the humility part within yeah. like the work that right, they do. Right, 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 right. Because we're so like on our. I think that it goes back to like you know, talking about social media. Like it's so easy just to throw crap up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But I'm a real person. Yeah, there's no friction. Yeah, you're a real person. Right. So we lose some of that. I so think we do. Take responsibility of your, of your words too. We are responsible for how we show up in the world, how we allow others to treat us, and how we treat other people. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wrote a quote in here on the screen um, that I thought was cool. That someone, oh God, I don't remember who I heard it from or who said it to me, but they said, uh, what you allow in your presence is your standard. And um, that stuck with me, man. Like That's really good. It, that has been rattling around in my brain for ever since I heard it. And uh, like, it's become one of the things that I sort of test everything against um and i fail at that one like on the daily like yeah <sighs> yeah, yeah. And i realized well guess my standard's kind of low don't or, know what to do about it i feel like in your situation i'm not trying to like i'm not judging you by saying this but <laughs> you care a lot so yeah you gotta have to protect your energy yeah yeah you know yeah it's really hard i try to say some of my friends who are like huge like they do a lot of advocacy mm-hmm. work which means, like, their hearts are, like, mm-hmm. out there in the community working on mm-hmm. things. I'm like, like, friend, you got to, like, protect your yeah your energy a little bit. Yeah. Because if you're around, if you're in presence of this chaotic stuff all the time, you're going to. That's who you it's are gonna now. seep into you yeah. at some point. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, I, I love that one. That's a good standard. But. But. Um, under law of responsibility. With friends. For sure. Oh, yeah. Who you hang out with? Yeah. You go in the bar every night and drinking? Yep. Happy hour day? That's what you are. Guess what? Or you're going to go to the gym and work out and then do karate and then... Are you going to spend your money on dumb shit all the time and then wonder why you don't have any left over later? That as well. I mean, because you're around people that spend their money on dumb shit. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, The law of connection. Mm -hmm. We are all connected. So externally and internally, our past, present, and future are all us. Mm-hmm. Everything is linked. All of our experiences and people we've met, when we help teach, love, and respect ourselves, we do the same for others and vice versa. So mm-hmm. it's all connected, right? This this one seems very like karma, like, it really ooh, is like, like <laughs> Buddhist karma shit. Um, yeah. We're all connected. My, my past, future, and present self and my past, future, and present mm-hmm. relationships are all connected. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, one informs the other, right? My past relationship is going to inform how I interact with this person in this other one. Mm-hmm. Right? And we have to understand that. Yeah. Um, that's one of the, obviously, the great laws of karma is that mm-hmm. that's how the universe works. <laughs> um, yes. And that's a funny one. That seems like most of therapy. 100%. <laughs> like, I was about. It seems like 80% of therapy I was about, is just realizing that it's all related. I was about to say that I went home recently. I've told you some stories about my, my venture home, and I haven't been home in like seven or eight years. Yeah. And dri- I'm driving back. I had a long drive back, like 11 and a half hour drive back, and I was just like decompressing from this trip. It was kind of like rattled me in several different ways, not surprisingly, but anyway. So mm-hmm. I was like going through stuff. I'm like, wow. 
just thinking about like where I am currently as like current Heather, and just in my short lifetime, mm-hmm. and then think about my parents. I'm like I learn more about them, and then their grandparents learn more. I'm like, no wonder why <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, and their well, yeah. great grand, they're for real. You know, I learned like you for know real. more of that that trip. I was like, yeah, you know, damn. Mm-hmm. So then, just sitting like watching you with your sons, I was like, wow, you know, like you can see like how the present is informed by the past, mm-hmm. and especially with the kids and yeah. um, even your own choices. But I just think about family, like, and I think it's like, having like some being patient with yourself a little bit when it comes to some of this stuff because like you you're handed what you're handed mm-hmm. and then you have to deal with it and do the best you can. So, um, and the, the, it is all connected. Our past is connected. You know, even though I, you know, live over 800 miles away from my family, that shit fucked me up <laughs> for a long time. Right. It, it has informed a lot of my decisions that I've made, but I've owned that. And, um, Totally. Same with anything. So it's, but it takes understanding that and how things are connected. But yeah, this is like, that's like. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and to keep all that in your head at one time. Yes. That's when the epiphany Gosh. happens. That's when, when you figure it out. When you're driving back from your visiting mm-hmm. your folks and you're just like, or your, your family and you're like, whoa, like I need coffee. I was like, <laughs> I'm not doing so bad. Right. Right. I'm it's like, a good affirmation. To you know, realize. I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm not an alcoholic. I have a great job. I have a house I paid for, a car paid for. Right, right. And I, and I great did great friends. With my brain, I made with that. My happen. brain, I made that happen. Great friends, yeah. Business partner, like, yep. I'm doing cool stuff in the community. I'm like, damn, okay. Shit. Kind of like, okay, I'm doing okay. <laughs> yeah, calm it down. I gotta calm down a little bit. So. I love this quote. Yeah. Um, I put this in here. I don't, I don't know if you agree with it or not. Whatever, but um, that. Thinking about that made me think about this quote. Mm. I had to go look it up. Tough times create strong men. Strong men create easy times. Easy times create weak men. Weak men create tough times. Mm. Seems like that's where we are right now. In, yeah. In uh, in our world we live in. <laughs> oh my gosh. When you think about like, yeah, you you think about that in like, um, I don't know, families or whatever, where you're like. I want my kids to have it better than I have. Mm-hmm. So you spoil them. <laughs> right. You know, they turn into trust fund babies or whatever, like yeah. little shitty kids or whatever. I don't have to work them. I have to work for anything or whatever the sentiment yeah. is. And then they, eh. Yeah. Yeah. And then a generation later, mm-hmm. you know, maybe their kids reject them as parents mm-hmm. and they go and they're like, you know, tour guides in Alaska and they live a hard life, mm-hmm. whatever. And then they're like. And they come back, and then mm-hmm. they're like, "Damn, that was hard." So then they have kids, and they and they spoil their kids. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a whole cycle. And that was completely made up scenario. I followed it. <laughs> okay, good. I followed it. <laughs> um, but so yeah, I've, I've seen that. I've literally I've seen that in families. Well, I have too. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're like your parents are so like tough and like mm-hmm. frugal and like great, and you're such an asshole. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> Well, it's because well, they spoiled you because they were born in the depression. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's how that works. Yeah. Um, they gave you everything and you didn't have to work for it. Man, I sound like a dick. Um, it's making assumptions about all kinds of stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, hey. That's a 
vast generality. Vast generality. If you listen to this show, you probably agree with, but it's yeah. a big genera- generalization. But I think inherently, for the most part, tough times do create strong people. I agree. Yeah. They kind of have to. Yeah. I mean, you kind of do it or you don't. So. <laughs> or you die. Um, the law of force, and I put focus, mm. focus around whatever. So you are a <laughs> shitty multitasker. I don't care what anybody says. You cannot multitask. It doesn't work. That's why you should not text and drive. Mm-mm. We cannot truly do more than one thing at a time. We must focus on the task in front of us and complete it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I guess is what they mean by force, like mm-hmm. focus, like do the thing. See, I read that. Quit fucking around. I read the law of force differently. Okay. Because. Yeah, these are my interpretations. I know. I, okay. This one I don't. I agree with that. That's not wrong, I don't think. But the way I interpret the law of force is that I'm a very, like, type A person, as you know. And, like, I want this. So sometimes I force things because I want them. I got you. It may not be right. Not Mm. the right person. Mm. Not the right situation. But I think about the end game. And I try to force the situation. We just have to talk about this at lunch. Like me, you're like, Heather, you're just like, let things go. Well, like I force it, like, you're making me think about that in a different way. Um, I just want to think about it in terms of focus. But no, uh, <laughs> we can, like, we, no, I we think about like, like how many times have you uh, found yourself in a bad situation? Not like danger, but like... Yeah. You wind up being with someone that sucks or mm-hmm. maybe, you know, you befriend someone and they turn out to be kind of an ass um, because you wanted it. Yes. That's what I mean. Yeah. We've talked about when this before with people like where you overlook red, shit things they red do. Red flags or yeah. just being a shitty person. Just because you want the result. I think this to me is like we talk about never quitting, right? Yeah. To me, yeah. I think you should quit some things sometimes. Or Explain. cut that part out. <laughs> like, we talk about, like, narrowing down on friends or, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, a friend diet or yeah. cutting off certain relationships. Yeah. That I serve. like to think of it as a friend sabbatical. Friend sabbatical. <laughs> um, you're fired from, oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a little too friends. permanent. Yeah, it's too permanent. But you have to, like, remove that. If you're like, yeah. if, if they don't serve a, you know, again, back to your quote, if you're not in the right presence with your standard, you, yeah. you have to like, yeah. you can't force something. No, that's for sure. Especially with other people. So if they're not, or the situation is not helping you get to where you are, yeah, then you have to, you can't force it. Mm-hmm. You can't force it to be good. You can't force that person to be good or be what you need mm-hmm. or um, like a, an easier only- response would be like. You're best friends with the bartender, so like, well, I need to go hang out because this is where my friends go every Friday night at five. But you're like, I really want to just go to the gym. Two years later, you're an alcoholic, right? Or you're <laughs> gained fifty pounds, or whatever the hell yeah, the situation yeah, is. Yeah. But you can't force something. You have to. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, the I think one of the yeah, are you overlooking those red flags, or are you overlooking things that you shouldn't mm-hmm. let fall out of your standard because you want. You want the thing, or you want the end result. Yeah, I think about it almost every bad business decision. Almost every bad business decision, 
I've been party to is because I overlooked pitfalls and warnings for the promise of the result, mm-hmm. right? So you wind up wasting so much money. Yeah. Um, you never get there because you could have seen that like months mm. and months prior, but you just, mm. we don't quit here, so we're going to keep going and ignore these things because I want that thing. Um, well, I want to talk about that, though. Never quit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I still believe in it. I think you should quit some things. I think you got to quit things. <laughs> now, I think you start you start doing... You have to, I'm laughing at myself because it sounds really funny because I'm not a quitter. I do not like to quit. But I think what you do is you displace with the good things you do and do less of the bad things. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Yeah, there you go. I don't think we're talking about that. Think, is, it's two separate things. I'm think, glad we got there. Yeah. yeah. Because I have I was on another another one of these, and there was a little confusion, and I let it ride. Um, yeah. So do I make sense? You do. What I'm saying? You do. Um like, you should quit heroin. Right? I don't think that falls under the never give up t-shirt, the never quit t-shirt. No. That's not that's what, what we're talking about. And that's what yeah, I'm saying, yeah, but there yeah. are, I don't know. You should definitely quit heroin. You should quit heroin if you're doing heroin. Quit today. <laughs> let's, let's do it. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's get to work on the, we're laughing, but the no heroin thing. Seriously, um, it's not good. Yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, I I still I still stand by it. Um, obviously, yeah, obviously, if it's like doesn't meet your standard, I don't think rejecting something is the same as quitting. But if you're like right, if cutting you, someone out of your life, blocking their shit, it's not quitting. What is it? Well, I mean, <laughs> what is it then? You tell me. <laughs> I mean, it's quitting that relationship, I guess. Okay. But I mean, that's not really the same thing, I think, as quitting something. Like, I think of it as like, Heather, I'm going to go and I'm going to get this done because it's something that needs to get done. And then like, I start working on it and I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's kind of hard to do that. So I'm going to quit. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it anymore. You should call me out on that. She'd be like, dude. But what's the difference? You're quitting. You're quitting. On you're, someone. you're a quitter. If you're quitting a relationship. What if I say, hey, Heather? What's the difference? I met this new. I met this cool friend of mine. Yeah. I want you to. I want you to meet him. We're gonna hang out, and work out, and you meet him, and you're like, guy's a fucking racist. You should probably not be friends with that guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be racist too. <laughs> Shit. You see where I'm going with it? Like, but no, you would just not talk to that person. Right. I don't think that's a bad thing, though. That's what I'm saying. That yeah. you're, but you're quitting on that relationship. You're, you're. Is it the same thing? I don't. I think so. I think they're two different buckets. I think it's two different things. It's a bucket bucket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, I yes, see. Yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. <laughs> That's what I mean when I say quit on something. <laughs> I'm like, cut that shit out. I got you. Yeah. But don't get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other damn podcast. It is. It's all semantics, but it all, it's important, it though. It's important. Yeah, it is. Because I like it wearing is. the T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized what you said. The law uh, of giving and hospital. Are we done with that subject? I we're mean, done. I we're like we're, we're going to force it any longer. I feel like we kind of. Did you hear it? I got it. <laughs> I, I don't need to focus on that anymore. I think we've proven a point. <laughs> we've proven the point. We beat that to death. 
The law of giving and hospitality. You can't just, I like this one. You can't just say and think good things. You have to follow through with them. Practice what you preach and walk the walk. Yes, Gene. (laughs) (laughs) You're about to say something very profound when you stop. Pledging (laughs) is not a donation. No, (laughs) it is not. Show me the coins. You know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking Amber about. Amber Heard. Yes. Pledging is not a donation. Pledging is not a donation. And that is like yeah. this law, this karma law right there. Yeah. And all the bad shit that came to her because of that, mm-hmm. she deserves because it's the law of karma. Mm-hmm. But like, it's it's literally that. It's it's a uh, it's actually donating. I mean, if you 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 want to feel good about something and mm-hmm. you want to like support something, you actually have to support it. You can't just like. Say you do and then do absolutely fucking nothing. You know? Yes. <laughs> it's literally like yes. going, hmm, it's a shame there's homeless people. I hope they don't get cold tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, like. I know. I get it. Okay. Good thought, I, I guess. I mean, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Like, don't tell me about it. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's like the whole, to me, this is like. There are a handful of people, literally a handful of people I can call, and they would give the shirt off their yeah, back. right. Like, I think it's that kind of sentiment. Okay. Um, giving, <laughs> giving, or like, if someone needs to come to my house and crash, like, come on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and but, but truly letting them do it and don't, like, be like, you remember that time I let you crash my house? Well, yes. I borrowed 50 bucks. I mean, like, yes. that's also not what it means. Right. No. <laughs> yeah, because you never know when you're going to need it, right? I, ha- I used to have friends like that. It'd be like, comes back around. remind you and what? what? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. I think it's a dude thing. You know, you might be right. It is. Yeah. Interesting. The law of here and now. We're on number nine, by the way. The law of here and now. Be present in the moment. Don't listen to respond. Focus on the world around you while you're in it. That's how I understood it. That, yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard to do. <laughs> Wait, what? It's hard to do. Yeah, I mean. Especially when you're trying to think about this all this other shit. And then, but. the Yeah. How are you ever going to get to the future if you're not doing what you need to do, like, now? Like, in a workout. You know, the way I break it down workouts is, like, you know, if I'm doing, like, a 30-minute thing, I'm like, okay, I need to do these next five reps Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Okay, now I need to do five more. That's cool. That's yeah. literally what I do in my it's head. It's like a Navy SEAL way of breaking things down. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I have two and a half minutes left. I have about 30 reps left. I'm going to do five at a time. Cool. I'm going to get running, you know, training up yeah. for a marathon. I'm like, I'm going to get to that tree. Instead of worrying about the whole 20 miles. I'm going to get to that tree next. I think of um, this one. This one's cool. This one... Uh, so when I, I tested for first degree black belt, we did a three-day test. And I was so focused on, like, all the shit that could go wrong. You know, for me personally mm-hmm. to not pass it, mm-hmm. um, did I don't even remember. Like, I, I mm. barely, like, even right now, I can barely remember it. Yeah. I just remember getting through it. Yeah. You know, and it was like, oh. But when I tested for right. second degree, we did three days again. I remember every detail. Partly the- it could have been because, like, I had experience. But also, yeah. I... I remember writing, I wrote a, I'd done a lot of this type type of self-improvement work, and I remember writing like mm-hmm. like, like three guidelines that I wanted to bounce everything off 
um, as I was doing the test, and one of them was be present. Um, because I'd had that experience where I was like, shit, like, mm-hmm. I went through it, but I don't, I don't remember all, like, how I felt in the details and things like that, because it just, yeah. I was just focused on getting through it. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure and be like, I want to remember every mm. smell, every, like, grain of sand and everything yeah. about this. Um, could have been because I was, I was teaching before. Yeah. And then went through the test, and, you know, I have that sort of dichotomy going, too. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so that was one of them. What is the um, suggestion you would give people to try to live more in the present? Man, I don't even know. I haven't figured it out. Um, in in that in that sense, I I will I do that now. I I continue the same. It's funny that I wrote those things down, and then I I still continue them. Like yeah. I still do that. Like every morning I get up to coach, and I'm in front of those people, and I try to like be there. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk to them like. I try to talk to them about what's going on, like what's going on in your life. Like I remember, like I just try to be mm-hmm. there then and not worry about the next class yep. and not worry about, well, shit, when I leave here, I have to go to this other job, this other thing, mm-hmm. or I leave here and I'm going to do podcasting later. I should probably, I try not to do that. Yeah. Um, and that's super hard to do, but I really do try not to do that. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I do it like the class is an hour long. I don't, I'm not like that for the full hour. Yeah. I mean like, you know, it's a CrossFit workout. It's like, 15 minutes long, yeah. you know, like you can focus for 15 minutes on who's in front of you yeah. or when they're coming in, like you can put your shit down and like mm. still be time to do that other shit later. But like, yeah, I try to do that. And th- that's what I would say. Like maybe do that. Maybe write two or three things. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've heard it described as like your stand, like what's your stand? What's your, not what's your, why, not why you're doing things, but what's your, what's yeah. your standard for how you, want to end your day, you know? Yeah. I try to do, I try to like when I'm with friends or whatever, I try to put my phone away. I try to, yeah. it's hard to do. Cause we're like, especially during like the work day, you know? Um, but that quality time is, it can be, you know, we're so addicted to our phones and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just put it away. So uh, these, I'll, I'll just write them out in case they help you. Um, mm-hmm. So these were the ones I wrote down, uh, and I still, yeah, I still do it. it. Yeah, yeah, you've seen that one before. Yeah. So I forget which one it was. Uh, it's Marcus Aurelius probably, but if you can endure it, endure it. That was one of the ones. Um, I think I wrote first. I wrote like suffer in silence. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, it was like embrace the suck because I had a I had a patch that I brought with me, but really that's. I like this um, stoic quote a little bit better. If you can endure yeah. it, endure it. If mm-hmm. if it can be endured, then shut up. Then just do it. I mean, we don't need to bitch about it. Um, and then set the standard. So yeah, was like <clears throat> be the best at it that you like. Mm-hmm. Like not it's not a competitive angle. It, I wasn't like I want to be better than everyone else who's ever tested for second. Like I just wanted to set the standard for those coming behind me. That like I want to be the one where they're like when that guy did it. He yeah. made it. He made it a level up, and I should mm-hmm. strive for that. It's more of a legacy thing, I think. Well, I think for you also, it could be, and I'm just hypothetical, but you're doing the best you possibly can mm-hmm. for yourself. Absolutely. And in the here now, you're doing what you can. You're not leaving anything left on the table. Mm-hmm. You are by doing that, you are setting the standard. 
Yeah, because you can't be better than you even are. If you're, yeah, because yeah, yeah. even if you're full of shit. Yeah. That's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. Right. Yeah, set the standard. Yeah, personally. Yes. Or and therefore, interpersonally, whatever. Anytime I see anyone ever do the best they possibly can, mm-hmm. they could be the worst athlete in the gym, and they put their heart into it, I'm like. That's the standard. That I respect. That's the standard. That's respect. Absolutely. That, that is in the standard. Um, law of here and now. Man, that was a deep one. Yeah. <sighs> the law of change, number 10. History will, mm. history will repeat itself until we learn from experience and make the changes we need to make. Oh, Break gosh. the pattern. Gene. I mean, gosh. That's like the United States. It really is. <laughs> Why don't we learn from history? We have short-term memories. Not really. We write all this shit down. Um. We record it in the internet. They're rewriting history as we speak. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Right? So screw it. So it's like. That's true. um, That is true. mm Mm-hmm. Let me give you a more (laughs) (laughs) lighthearted analogy to this. Mm. (laughs) This is my analogy. Um, Is, again, we'll go back to working out. It's, you know, we're running a gym together. And working out with um, typically men for the first time, mm-hmm. and I work out with them, and I'm like, okay, I'm a, I always just like kind of hold back, and like, let me just see what they got, <laughs> and you know, I just not waffle. I'm just like right, right, feel right. them out, yeah, you know, because yeah. within like a few minutes, I'm like, all right, yeah, you know, I, 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 I know where I'm to go, turn on the I speed. know what I'm gonna do now, yeah. what I'm gonna do, how I'm gonna do this, right, and I crush them. But afterwards, you know, because I've been doing this for a while, I'm like, hey, like, you really need to think about like, your pacing. <laughs> like, like maybe maybe do this and yeah. consider this. Like, you know you can't keep up with me the whole time. Like, right. so you need to do this for you. <laughs> right. And, like, pace yeah. it like this and yeah. do this. And then I'm thinking of one Pat, Jason, past member, and he just kept doing it over and over again. I'm like, Jason, I'm like, when are you going to learn your lesson to, like, to change how you're – because I'm like, you're – He's a, he's a strategy guy. I'm yeah. like, apply yeah, where's the strategy? that yeah. Use to, the strategy. to this, to your own right. fitness right. and your own. Right. Because you can't strategize the same way I do. Right, I'm a different person. Or the, or the same. Completely different athlete. Yeah. So you have to change or else you're going to just, he's like, I just like completely hit a wall at like round three. I'm right. like, you're going to do that every time right. unless you change your mentality. Yeah. <laughs> First, have a little humility. Scroll back up, read number three. Yeah. And then come back down <laughs> to nine. Break the pattern, dude. Or ten. I hope you're breaking the pattern, bro. Break the pattern. I don't think he is, but I hope so. God, I hope he doesn't listen to this. I hope not either. Come, uh, come back. No one else knows who you are, so it's cool, dude. Um, yeah. The Law of Patience and Reward. HWPO. I just bought that shirt. <laughs> I'm a oh, did t-shirt you? slogan guy. Hard work pays off. Mm-hmm. Matt Frazier's thing. No oh, shit, Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, the most valuable things that exist require patience and persistence. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like anybody can go to Amazon and order your their black belt to, tonight. <laughs> you can. Yes. Does it mean you are one? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Check. Check me. All right. <laughs> 12, the law of significance and inspiration. We are all uniquely ourselves with worth and value to offer the world. It's like a good, warm, and fuzzy number 12. Oh, thank God we're ending with that. <laughs> it's like I've been through like three therapy sessions. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, you don't know how important you are in the world until, well, you might not ever, but. Or maybe. It's, it's one of those things. You don't know how you've inspired people. 
you know? Yeah, if you're leading a certain path. I mean, I've I've shown people, mm-hmm. like, they, they think they're, like, slow and, like, just not worthy. And I'm like, do you understand how many people mm-hmm. you inspire because you show up every day? People are watching. You're here every day. People are watching you. And they, like, hell, you're inspiring me. And they're just like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, yeah, bro. Like, yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> it it is. is a thing. It definitely is. Could also be law of significance. Some things are not that important. I had some way. And you're applying too much importance in something. Yeah, it's true. Just thought. That's another way to look at it. I'm not trying to be negative. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, again, the yin and yang, the whole thing. Way to go. You're saying something. Sorry, I don't remember now. But oh, that's man. a good way to think of it, that you are putting too much value on your inspiration when it's just luck. <laughs> oh, that's not what I meant. But Oh, that's how I took it. Oh, no, no. I meant like. Uh, law, like I'd rather have luck than skill you, any day. If you apply more significance to something than w- what it's worth, right, 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 then it's not. Yes, then it's like, for instance, like people like same. Yes, are I've seen it. Obsessed with certain things in their life, yes. in their house or yeah. items of things, and I'm like, yeah, what? See, if my house is burned down, I grab my dog. Yeah, I'd be a gone. If yeah. I had time, my laptop. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah, just like I work on Monday. Do not care. <laughs> I pay do. for the next house. Right. I do not care. Yeah. I'm going to bring up the black belt again. It's the same thing. Right? Like, just like number 11. It's, mm-hmm. if you are a black belt, it's valuable because you earned it. Mm-hmm. But you also can't apply more significance to it because it is just a belt. You know what I mean? You don't need it. It's also... Like, you could, you can still have the same... So true. Qu- personal quality and not even, like, yeah. Blow my mind. And that's when you know you really, like, yeah. you got it. <laughs> that's so true. Because like, we might be talking about the same person. Does it make you a better person? No. It, it, I mean, it, it's, if it's quality, If you think does, about it, like, the belt system or titles at work. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're a better person. It doesn't person. mean anything. No, it just means you've been there longer. Now, it does help that mental... You know, we need as humans, I think, a way to know that we are. Yeah, it's good inspiration. Inspiration to be promoted, right? To get a raise, it is absolutely that'll keep you going. That'll keep you going. Yep, we are fickle creatures. And you need it. That need. Um, I think so. I mean, we need because we're we we need an encouragement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to know that we're improving. Right. You know? <laughs> I guess cool. at least for me. So. Well, that's it. We had 12. We did 12. Um, <laughs> we could have more. No, 13 would be bad. That's a bad number. I don't I don't know anything about it, so maybe there is one where there's like 20. I don't know. But, um, no, this, that is, this post, is great. That post had 12, so I don't know. Really I thought it was a cool um, mm-hmm. list of things to go through and get your opinions and see where you stand on things. So. Yeah. Cool. Hopefully it was useful to anyone who stuck around this long. Uh, if you did, I appreciate you. <laughs> Yes, that was, that was a long time, right? I no. guess, I don't know. That'd be fine. Good stuff. I learned some things. I hope so. I did too. All right. Go ahead.